0: Hello, welcome back to the Life for the Nurse podcast. I hope you are doing well this morning or whenever you're listening to this podcast. I thought we would talk about some of the new releases from some companies who have released watches recently. There've been some really cool ones that I've that I've noticed, and then <clears throat> um, I thought I would kind of walk through some of those. This is kind of the time where Ball's a world, people would be getting excited about all of that, and so I thought I would kind of go over some of the the recent releases. I'm going to focus on three. The first is the the Platinum I look. Reference fifteen two hundred two with a green sunburst dial. The other one is the Piaget Polo S, uh, Piaget Polo Skeleton, and then the other one is the really cool Tissot PRX that they released. Uh, I, I want to give you my thoughts on that because I think it actually crosses into the vintage side of things as well, um, which I which we'll get into that um, in this in this video. If you are new to the Life on the Wrist podcast, be sure to check out, make sure you want first of all, make sure you're following this podcast or subscribe to this podcast, but you can also check us out on other social medias, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, we're there. Just have to search Life on the Wrist and you'll you'll find us there. So be sure to, be sure to do that. Um, and without further ado, oh, also if you want to get regular content from us, be sure to check out our website where we post through blogs every single week, but you can also check out our YouTube, um, which is the videos that accompany those blog posts. So be sure to check those out too. <clears throat> so today, I'm, I'm, I'm recording this on the Monday that, that we released our blog post about the Platinum Automapigi. I thought we would start with that one. So Automapigi released um, the reference 15202 in Platinum for the first time. Um, but what really stands about, out about this watch is that it has this really beautiful uh, green sunburst dial. Now, I know... Um, green dials have become fairly popular within, within watch manufacturing, and it definitely <clears throat> stands out on your on, on your wrist. But I think there's a little bit more to it with when it comes to Automa Piguet. So Automa Piguet obviously creates the wear a which is an absolute icon in the watch world. Everyone wants a, a, a reference 15202. If they can get their hands on them, they will. Um, and so this is an already in-demand watch. I did think it was kind of interesting that they released this watch uh, last week, which was actually when St. Patrick's Day was happening, and they they released a watch that had a green dial. I don't know if they planned it that way, but um, uh, interesting that it coincided with 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 that. Um, so it's a reference 15202. So 39 millimeter case, 8 millimeters in. In thickness this is the um, the extra thin uh, version of the 15202 so um, you guys probably know this already it's very very in demand Uh, it's very difficult to get a a regular 15202 I love how I say regular Um, but um, yeah it's very difficult to get get one of those you can imagine how hard it's going to be to get one of these um, these ones Obviously, the biggest part about this is that green sunburst dial. So I'll be sure to put a link in the in the show notes where you can actually go and check out um, our blog post about this watch. But you can also watch our video where it has a little bit more some more images and pictures on it. Um, but this sunburst uh, dial is absolutely incredible. So the closer you are to the center of the dial, the green is a lot brighter. And then as you kind of move your way out, it um, it gets darker and darker as you move to the outside of the dial. I think this is a really cool effect, um, and I think it gives a lot of depth with the watch. I kind of speak about this in the video, but the other 15202s have a little bit more of like a textured pattern dial, which doesn't have as much depth, but it definitely is a cool thing to look at. This sunburst dial really allows for there to be a lot more depth in the watch, and I think in different lights, you're going to be able to see so much more, um, depending if you're outside, if you're inside, if it's overcast, if it's super sunny, I think it's going to look different um, kind of going across obviously the movement in this in this in this piece is um a super super popular one i'm actually blanking on the the name right now of or the 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 number um, uh, of the reference uh, i I will look it up just while so i can make sure i give you guys the most accurate information um the the movement itself is the <clears throat> caliber 2121 which is um, one of the, <clears throat> a very popular movement from Audemars Piggy, they use it in a lot of their Royal Oaks and obviously is, is a r- real sight to be seen. If you turn this version of the watch over, you can actually, there's a display case back so you can see that beautiful gold, um, rotor, uh, in the, in, in the, in the movement. So, um, a really beautiful watch. I said this in my video as well. I found it interesting that the finishing on the movement wasn't as, Ah, I don't want this to come across in a bad way because there is a lot of high finishing that's been ta- that's been that's been done on to this movement. There is no question about that. Um, but I've seen uh, movements that are a little bit more decorated. Um, but you know, the purpose of the Royal Oak is probably not that. So I spend a lot of time with with um, independent watch uh, companies too. So that probably adds to the fact that it it maybe isn't as decorated as what I what I would expect. But that that take that with a grain of salt because unwanted p obviously finishes their movements to really high quality standards so definitely take that with a grain of salt this watch has a insane retail price one hundred and five thousand us dollars which is in in my opinion is is it's a lot of money for for any for anyone's standards um it's not a limited edition but it can only be Bought at Arma Pique houses, so it's going to be very difficult to get a hold of this one. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the first couple of these hit the hit the market, and then um, prices for these on the second-hand market will be be absolutely insane. Um, and I'm sure grey market dealers will have have um, have a field day with this one. Um, I think this is a reference that will probably mark some sort of <clears throat> significant part in, in the the history of Arma Pique and the Royal Oak line. Um, 20 30 40 years from now i don't think it's going to be easy to get a hold of these so there, there's probably not going to be a lot of them in the market um, and then i think at auctions you can imagine them saying with this sunburst style um very few uh retailed, you know all, all that jazz so i'm um, it, it's exciting when you when you can identify something like this and and um when you can when you can say okay that watch is really going to be significant in the history of this this watch line so uh, congratulations, Automat Piguet. It's a it's a f- fabulous watch, and, and um, I'm looking forward to see some more of it over on Instagram or um, some more pictures and videos on this watch. Like I said, I'll bl- put a link in, in the show notes to uh, our blog post for this watch. The next watch I thought I would move on to is the uh, Piaget Polo Skeleton that they released. So if you didn't know, Piaget revamped their Polo S um, within the last couple of years. It was basically their way of trying to compete with with Arama Piggy in the Royal Oak, and also the Patek Philippe Nautilus. Um, and it was basically a way for them to say, okay, we're gonna create a, a steel sports watch that has similar aesthetics and looks, takes its design cues from uh, the porthole of a, of a ship um, and put it, the Piaget flavor on it. They released um, a skeletonized version of this, so it's basically, there is no dial. You can see straight through the dial into the movement of this watch and um allows you to kind of connect a little bit more with the with the movement that's kind of the beating heart of your watch um the movement that's in this watch is the caliber um uh 1200S1 uh which is basically um a update of the um 1200S um that uh it's a yeah it's basically an upgrade of that um there's actually a micro rotor in this watch so if you turn i know we're, we're already going over to turning the watch over but if you actually turn this with this watch over there's a really beautiful shot of this micro rotor that's kind of like a slate gray color and the movement itself has got this blue um blued uh blued uh finishing to it which i think is really beautiful um the watch itself just to go over some of the specs of it 42 millimeters in diameter 6.5 millimeters in thickness so actually thinner than the extra thin Automob Piguet 15202 the case is in steel um, and so that's that's a real shift from what piaget typically makes you know when you think of piaget you think of dress watches in precious metals um, specifically in gold and now we've got the steel version of this my opinion of um the and the fact that they skeletonized this, I think is really, really, I think it's sick. I think it's cool that they decided to, they, they had enough um, faith in the fact that their movement was good looking. <laughs> um, and were able to um, kind of open it up for, for the people who are going to end up wearing them. One of the things that's important if you are going to be showing off the movement of your piece is to make sure that it's finished to a fairly high quality. I really like what they've done with this. Kind of the contrast of the blue and the gray, I think, is, is, a, is a really great... Um, great idea they have two versions you know you have the blue finishing on the dial with a blue strap and then you can also get a gray finished movement with a bracelet so um cool colors um it's really nice to see the the angles on it if you look at this probably under under a a loop you can probably see some really beautiful finishing on on the bridges and and the and the the main plate of this of this movement so really cool i love i absolutely love when you turn it over and you see the 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 micro rotor i'm a huge fan of micro rotors i've said this multiple times but i think it's some of the best value that you can actually get in watches especially if you're looking on the vintage side of things i think the the memo vox <clears throat> excuse me not the memo is the um universal geneve pole routers are some of the best value that you can possibly get and um yeah just just absolutely absolutely beautiful and i, I love i love how it's like like not a standard uh router uh, rotor if you look at it, it's kind of like a half moon almost, um, which is which is really beautiful. Um, the watch itself is not a limited edition, um, so it's going to be for, for retail. It doesn't seem like there's any any constraints when it comes to where it's going to be retailed, um, and it's going to be um, a, the retail price is twenty eight thousand five hundred U.S. dollars. So not a cheap piece, not not a not a you know a hundred thousand dollar price tag like the platinum. AP uh, with the sunburst green dial, but still um, a really beautiful release. And c- again, congratulations to Piaget for for such a cool watch. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about was the PRX that Tissot released. Um, this is this is a really really cool release. Um, I was super excited about it because um, the aesthetics of these watches are are really hitting home with where where where. Um, what I really like um, when it comes to to vintage watches. So, if you don't know about um, the PRX, the the PRX was actually a watch that they they um, produced. It was designed, I think, in nineteen seventy eight. It was originally uh, released then, and basically has this. Um, it's it's a round dial on almost like a AP style um, case. Um, I'll, I'll put a link in the description to to where you can to the Tissot website so you can see these. But it's basically a steel watch with a with a, a round dial, dated at three o'clock, with this um, squared uh, sort of squared um, case. But it looks it basically take the take the um, take the Arma Royal Oak and 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 scale it down just a little bit, and that's that's what you're going to be looking at. So released in the late 70s, it really has that 70s aesthetics to it, the, the aesthetics to it. Um and then now they've they've come and they've re-released this watch in in a, in kind of like a modern version of this. Um the reason why I love this watch so much is that there are some Omegas from that time period. Obviously Tissot had theirs, but there are some Omegas that have a very similar um similar case aesthetic to to this. We had two of them listed on our website. If I'm gonna say the references, you can look them up. There was an Omega Geneve um, that we had. It was the reference 1360050, had very similar aesthetics to it. And then the other one, I'm just gonna to go to that one, um, is the reference 1660120. Both of these watches um, had very similar case aesthetics and I think with a bracelet, these look absolutely phenomenal. The watch that they released um is uh is uh 375 us dollars which i think is insane value if you're looking for uh, a steel sports watch a stainless steel sports watch um that really gives you the the aesthetics of um the automa piggy uh, royal oak or the nautilus or the um you know you name it the the watch itself is 40 millimeters in diameter which is it's it's larger than Um, the vintage Omegas that we had on our website, those were closer to 34, 35 millimeters. So it's going to be a little bit, a little bit larger. They've uh, decided to release three dial colors, black, uh, blue and silver, which I think is cool. It gives you, um, more muted options. I absolutely love blue dials. So I obviously love that. It's a darker blue, so it's not like a really uh, bright blue, but I'm sure it's kind of like a sunburst pattern. So I'm sure it looks different in, in different lights. Um, if you, I mean, it's it's almost identical to to the the vintage Omegas. If you look at the crown, it's got the T, it's got a T for Tissot on it. Omega had their Omega signature on that. No display case back. It's it's a it's a um, uh, it's just a solid case back, but really gives you the aesthetics of those of those seventies. Really really cool watches. Um, I saw this on Hodinkee. I think Hodinkee has a partnership with them, um, so they're selling them on that site. Um, so if you are interested, check out the Hodinkee shop um, if you are interested in one of these PRXs. But I'll put a link to, to So's website so you can see that as well. Um, I think this is a phenomenal release. I think it's capturing capturing a market segment um, that perhaps isn't really, um, isn't really um, you know, their needs are not really met. I think people want these types of aesthetics when it comes to watches, but typically the watches are going to cost a little bit more. Obviously, this is a quartz movement, so it's not... You're not getting an automatic version of it, so I think that's probably something that that should be um should be considered uh if you if you are if you are thinking about uh, buying one of these but for three hundred and seventy five dollars I think this is a great a, a really really great find um, complications hours minutes seconds date so you're getting that date complication if if that's like a must have for you um but the integrated bracelet i just absolutely love this love this one I'll be sure to put the link check out check out our show notes if you want to see more of this watch i hope you guys enjoyed the coverage of these three releases i thought this was a really cool last week i thought it was really cool there were some really interesting watches that were released um and i thought you know why not talk about it on the podcast Um, Mm -hmm. if you did not do it in the beginning of this uh, podcast be sure to follow us or subscribe to this podcast we're on just about any any streaming platform so if you just search for the life life on the wrist you'll find uh, our podcast Um, Also, if you're not following us on our social medias or checking out our website or our YouTube channel, links to those will be in the show notes. If you wouldn't mind rating this podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated. Um, And with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and until next time.